Hi, everyone. This is Renee, the creator of Badlands Cola. Hi, how are you doing? Uh, just popping in real quick to say two things. First, thank you all so much for tuning into this strange little audio drama. The response has just been amazing. Uh, if you've enjoyed the show so far and would like to help us out, we would love if you left us a review. Just wherever you get your podcasts, uh, leave us a review. That'd be absolutely amazing. Thank you. Second, you're going to want to listen all the way through to the end of this episode because we have a treat for you. A trailer for Where the Stars Fell. Where the Stars Fell is a supernatural fantasy surrounding the inexplicably physically immortal Dr. Ed Tucker's study of the town of Jerusalem, Oregon, where what doesn't kill you is just another mystery. If you're looking for a story with cozy small town vibes, characters you can't help but fall in love with, or just a good supernatural saga to sink your teeth into, Where the Stars Fell is the podcast for you. Check it out. And without further ado, let's return to the Badlands. Detective, Sunny here again, PI on case number 22-9704 p.m. on Sunday, August 1st. The following recording will serve as supplement to my existing reports and notes, blah blah blah, audio log 02. Back at what I'm almost entirely certain is the moon house. I was here this morning as per my last audio recording. Its exterior has not changed, but its story definitely has. I've been waiting here for a uh, couple hours now to make contact with a possible Moon family informant named Strathcona, I guess. An earlier attempt to reach this person was unsuccessful, but I was able to make contact with a second individual named of Hawthorne. Not sure where she fits into all this yet, but at least I got a cool walkie-talkie out of it. So yeah, I'm just waiting here now. Waiting to make contact with someone named Strathcona. Like an idiot. Oh, for the love of God. Hey, over here. Oh, what the fuck was that? Oh my god! Hey! Hey! Oh! Oh god! Are, are you okay? Yet? Yeah. Yes! I see you! What are you doing in there? Just... 
Just come out. Oh, is, is that blood? Stay right there. I'm, I'm coming in to get you. No. What? Okay, I'm okay. Not coming in. Stay, stay right here. Ah, this is fucked. Why, why aren't you just talking? Buddy, I can hear you. You, uh, you want me to, you want me to follow you to, to the door? Follow you to the door? Yes! Okay, following your lead. What the hell was all that? Who are you? What, why are you in stealth mode? What? what? Please, stop shouting. What is happening right now? We're getting out of here quietly. Is that your truck? Yes. Can you not drive on your own? Yes. Probably. No, no, you, you have blood pouring out of your head, dude. We'll take my truck. Ah, there you go. What the hell? My engine... Go, we have to go. Get in the Mustang. <laughs> yeah, I am not getting in the Mustang. What was that? Get in the Mustang. Do you drive stick? Yes, obviously, but wait! No time. Get in. <sighs> Shit! Just as quickly as the chaos arrived, I careened out of the Creek Home neighborhood, and and it's suddenly just another Sunday evening. My nerves are so shot it takes me a few minutes to realize where I'm even going. Blue, Blue Dunes. I'm supposed to bring this guy, Strathcona, to the Blue Dunes campground. Back, back to Hawthorne, and then someone will make sense of all the shit I just witnessed, right? If this man is Strathcona, he doesn't respond to his name. And he looks nothing like the shiny-haired 90s DJ I was envisioning. More of an older ranch hand type, all faded flannel and filthy work boots. Big, maybe, but exhaustion keeps him slumped back in the passenger seat of his own car. His face is a bandit mask of bruises, blood already crusting on a nasty cut that carves one bushy eyebrow in two. He swallows like it hurts him, but otherwise says nothing. It's hard to look at, so I just stare at the empty highway that I hope is leading to Hawthorne's campground. Um, listen, I know your head's wrecked, but you have to talk to me here. Do, do you know someone named Hawthorne? She told me to bring you to a place called Blue Dunes, but I don't know where that is. Where do I turn off? Hello? Just follow the signs. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Hawthorne? Hawthorne, this is this is Sunny. I, I have um Strathcona. Damn right you do. Oh, well done, darling. Where where is Blue Dunes? Where where do I turn off? Uh you're on the highway? Just follow the signs, kid. Oh, that is not helpful. It's it's coming up. Here. Thank you. 
Hawthorne, we're rapidly incoming. Aye, aye. Blue Dunes Campground. RVs and tents looming in the cherry glow of sunset. Campers are sparse. There's a horse pasture to our left and a mobile home covered in Christmas lights to our right. I don't know how I park Strathcona's Mustang, but I manage it somehow and suddenly we're safe again. Um, here, let me help you out. Ah, wait. Thank God, are you hurt? Hawthorne, I'm fine. I'm... Mm, oh. Oh, 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 no, your forehead. Yeah, it looks worse than it is. Oh, oh, no, you come here. Let's get that cleaned up. Look, I, I hate to admit, but I was worried. I'm sorry, sweetheart. I know you can handle your own, but with the news and all, it, it seemed like there might be more trouble than you can chew all of a sudden. Yeah, it's getting bad again. We need to talk. Hold still. Ah! Hold still! I don't think you need stitches, but I'll clean up as best I can. And yes, you should talk. In fact, our friend Sonny here wants you to do just that. There. Now, don't pick at it. Sonny? Oh, hell. They just saved your skin. You didn't even introduce yourself. I'm, uh, fine, by the way. Thanks for asking. Yeah, of course you are. Uh, Strath, Sonny was looking for you... Um, wants to talk to you about the moons. Oh, well, that's too bad for Sonny because I don't talk about the moons. I'm told you knew them well, Strathcona. Excuse me? Hawthorne, you didn't. Oh, don't you glare daggers at me, young man. I didn't tell them anything. Well, nothing they wouldn't have found out on their own anyways. I found them. Rooting around in the Raptor bus. Uh, rooting around isn't really fair. I did just... How did you find my bus? Y- you know what? Forget you and forget the moons for a second, actually. Is anyone going to explain what just happened? No, literally no one is, and you should leave immediately. <sighs> that is enough. Dinner is going to get even colder if you two don't quit your yipping. Dinner? How can you even think of eating right now? Exactly. Sunny is leaving. Like, right now. Do I have to tell you twice? No, Hawthorne, uh, b- 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 I can't. You, b- I... <sighs> okay. Fine. Thank you. You are very welcome. <sighs> have a seat, Sonny. Oh, um, thanks. That's my seat. Guess I will sit over here then, if that's allowed. All right, there you go. Prime rib roast with potatoes. Eh, it's a little cold, but that is your own damn fault for taking so long. Oh, Strath, do not wolf it all down like that. You're gonna get sick. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you. So. How do you know the moons? No talking business at the dinner table. I... Sorry, Hawthorne. I want to know how you even found my bus. Now what in the hell did I just say? Sorry. Apologies accepted. Both of you. Now let's try for some polite table conversation, shall we? 
Uh, Sunny, where are you visiting our little dinosaur town from? Um, the city. Really? Strange news coming out of the city these days, eh? No stranger than what's going on here. Yeah, we get plenty of tourists from the city, especially this time of year. It's too bad they closed up the Paleontology Center all of a sudden. I am sure folks are going to be chapped about that. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Uh, I was hoping you could tell me why, Strathcona. Couldn't if I wanted to. They just tell me when the place is open and when it's not. Yeah, about that. Oh, yeah, someone at the grocery store was talking about it. Who was it? Was it Donnie? You know what? It doesn't matter. What does the center have to do with your work, Sonny? And what work is that, exactly? I'm a private investigator. <laughs> oh, good. Great. Pass the horseradish, please. All right, I will get it myself, seeing as you two are busy glaring at each other. Oh, come on, kids, this is silly. Sonny, stuck their neck out for you so maybe they can help again. You ever think of that, mister? Help with what? Yeah, I think I've helped enough. Agreed. Oh, right, enough chit-chat. Give me those plates. Sonny, you have been very helpful today, but may I ask for just one last favor? Uh, Strathcona usually gives the ponies their dinner, but with the state he's in. I can do it. Nonsense. Sonny, you give Strath a hand. Won't you? Um, yeah. Sure. Oh, marvelous. You two have fun. Give Trotten a scratch on the withers for me. Thanks for dinner, Hawthorne. You're welcome. Listen, Strathcona... Let's go. Wait. I said, let's go. Right behind you. Hey, gorgeous. Uh... Talking to the pony. Yes, you... Hello, Triton, my sweet, beautiful angel. Are these Hawthorne's horses? They're ponies, whatever? Yep. They're retired, just like her. The park wardens use them to patrol some of the nastier parts of the Badlands. Trucks can't navigate mesas like a pony can. How long was Hawthorne a park warden? Not talking about that with you. So we're just not going to talk about anything? Not Hawthorne, not you, not the house? Absolutely not. They get a hay bale and a scoop of bran each. Careful with the spotted one. He's nipping. Mm. Look, I, are you serious? Look, if you'd have <clears throat> burst out of that house with a horde of gun-toting cowboys on your tail, <clears throat> or a pack of wolves or whatever, I wouldn't even be asking. But there was nothing in that house. Okay. Nothing. And those sounds we heard were... What? Nothing? No, there's... Haven't you noticed yet? Notice what? Things don't always work the way you expect them to here. I almost hurl a nearby hay bale at him. And then I think... The moon house basements. The duplicate motel rooms. Sure, okay, let's say... Let's say yes to that. What the hell does it mean, though? Why is it happening? I don't think you're ready for that rabbit hole. Look, I told you I'm a private investigator, 
Rabbit holes are literally all I do. And that's the problem, isn't it? You're just grinding out your nine to five here, right? You only care about the moons because someone's paying you to care. Because someone's paying you to stick your nose into an entire town's worth of other people's business. That about right? Okay, you know what? I'm not putting up with this. Glad I was able to help you with your chores and save you from that huge empty house, asshole. Bye. Never come back. For a long while, I don't care that I've just burned my best lead so far. Cold desert wind feels good on my raging blush. Shouting at that asshole wannabe cowboy felt even better. And then I realized just how far Blue Dunes campground actually is from the town. I think about the miles and miles of dead, empty badlands, of the dinosaur bones packed beneath my sneakers, era after era, layered up and pressed down tight. And the sound that we heard in the moon house. The wind doesn't feel good anymore. You should really wear reflective gear if you're going to walk on a highway like that. Get in. <laughs> yeah, no. I'd rather sit on a cactus. You and me both, but you're still six clicks from town. You can't walk it, so get in. <laughs> yes, still better than the presented alternative. Oh my god. God, you are the worst. Look, don't make this more painful than it has to be. Hawthorne's already on my ass about letting you walk. The tarantulas come out at night, you know. Oh, shit. <clears throat> you take me straight back to my motel, got it? Trust me, I'm getting you out of this car and away from me as soon as humanly possible. I have pepper spray. Normal thing to say to someone trying to help you. Can I turn on the radio? No. Okay. <clears throat> so, uh, what's the name of Jasper Moon's sister? Change that washes over Strathcona is subtle, but instantaneous. His jaw ticks once, twice. For just a moment, his eyes close up tight. This man is such a stranger, his strangeness filling up the small space inside the car. And for one instant, I think I have my answer at last. I swear to God, if you don't stop bringing up the moons, I will drive this car off a cliff and kill us both. <laughs> All right, fine. Let me, let me try to take a page out of Hawthorne's book then. So, you're the guy behind the raptor, huh? Yep. Which makes you a radio DJ who doesn't listen to the radio. I listen to it all day, every day. I literally live in the station. Thanks for breaking into my office and my house, by the way. In fact, I'm heading there after I drop you off at your motel. Are you at the Comfortina or the Royal? Oh, um, the Comfortina. Wait, you're gonna work through a shift after all that? No, I'm going to queue up the entire Floyd discography and sleep through a shift. Yeah, well, 
You need to do some signal maintenance. Station's been staticky ever since I passed Sparville, you know. I'm aware. Here we go, the Comfortina. <laughs> Ironic. What? The sign? It's a moon. And? You're looking for the moons? It's, it's ironic. Get out of my car. Getting. Um, appreciate the ride. Like I said, I was on my way back anyways. Thank you. For what? For getting me to Blue Dunes. <laughs> I don't know, man. It seemed like you were going to get out of that house whether I was there or not. Doesn't work like that. Good night. Sure. Good night. It's not until my motel door clicks shut behind me that my nearly 24-hour day finally hits me. A dozen priorities fight for rental space in my head. I should call Detective Nicholson. I should check the news. I should file that report I promised. But all I can do is dig my heels out of my shoes and get myself under the duvet before exhaustion takes me out completely. I realize I left the radio on when I left this morning, but I'm way too tired to turn it off. Cola is written, directed, and produced by Renee Taylor Clint. This episode was sound designed and mixed by Sarah Buczynski of Polarity Audio Works and featured the voice talents of Liz Mori, Brigham Snow, Danielle Brin, and Ron Guan. Special thanks to our artist representative, John Carlo Herrera. Visit BadlandsCola.com and follow Badlands Cola on Twitter for show notes, announcements, behind the scenes content, and more. Good night. This is routine update log number six for Dr. Edison Tucker concerning my research into the town of Jerusalem, Oregon, and the existence of the supernatural, paranormal, mythological, etc., etc., blah, blah, blah. Anyway, since arriving, I've definitely encountered some stuff that could be classified under weird ass. I mean, where else does putting lamb's blood on people's doorways actually work as pest control? And nobody in town will talk to me about the picnic area near Lincoln's farm. Although, could be because everybody thinks I'm one of those monster hunting idiots. Which I'm not, okay? I am an experienced professional who takes my work extremely seriously, and I am going to prove this if it's the last thing I ever- oh, Dr. Tucker, what have I told you?
told you about keeping staples in the fridge. <sighs> Although, to be honest, I think the biggest mystery on my hands is how I'm going to survive living with Lucille Kensington, stuck-up extraordinaire. So, if you guys don't hear from me again, it wasn't something in the woods that got me. Probably. Where the Stars Fell. Available now wherever podcasts are found.